Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we listen to Eurovision songs and then we talk about them. Who are you? I'm the host of the podcast. What are you, you doing in my house? What are you doing in my house? Well, I'm your girlfriend, Mira. See, well, that all makes sense then. I'm your boyfriend. Aw, we love each other. <laughs> And, question, and we love Eurovision. Yeah, but the question is, do we love these specific Eurovision songs that we'll be listening to today? Um, but most importantly, this is about the Eurovision Song Contest of 2020, which, I mean, is, is at this point in the past. Hasn't happened. But there's a bunch of songs that we never talked about, so well, why not get in the mood before the song for 2021 starts streaming in and listening, li- listening, and listening. Wow. We're back. And so... Are today's artists? I'm re- I'm ready to hear them. As in, they've been to Eurovision before. Ooh, okay. Albeit never as the starring act. Uh, I was gonna like guess Amir from France. I was like, the time feels right for him to come back. I'll tell you, there's there's still gonna be some here that are, are somewhat recognizable. Um, is Nasty Dancer Guy from Sweden? <laughs> oh, is that? <laughs> That's who your mind went to, Nasty Boy. I'm, I'm always thinking of Nasty Boy. When you say recognizable, sure. my two go-to uh, people are Nasty Dancer Boy from Sweden and uh, that one dude Incredibly who, talented dancer, by the way. Incredibly talented dancer. Dance captain for Melody we, Festival and did I, like... I think we just saw him in a couple numbers where his hair on, was mainly. like a little greasy and we were like, mmm, bad vibes, but like... It's namely in, in like I Can't Go On, which I think he's a backing dancer for in the in the Melody Festival version, but not at Eurovision. I, I one One version he is there as a dancer and the other he isn't. Um, but something about his face there is blurry, and that just was <laughs> nasty to us. I mean, it was kind of a song with a nasty vibe, too. I'm sure this dude is, like, great. No, exactly. Uh, but we've just been calling him Nasty Boy. We've all been calling him Nasty Boy. Which is fine in private, but when you say it on a podcast, it sounds really mean. <laughs> no, I don't think he's nasty. I don't think he's nasty I don't as a know person. him. He might be nasty. He might be nasty, and though. Nasty doesn't have to be a bad thing. I like it nasty. Sometimes we like things nasty. Anyway, the second recognizable person in Eurovision that isn't like a Eurovision star that I'm thinking of who deserves to be the star for one year is that really fucked up looking dude who writes songs with the fashion and the long black hair. What? You know, the guy from the country... Wait, are you talking the about are you, are you talking about Russian superstar Philip Kirkorov? Am I talking about Kirkorov? He was he's been at Eurovision. Wait, Philip Kirkorov. I am talking about Philip Kirkorov. He's been to Eurovision in the 90s. So Oh, yeah, I wasn't watching Eurovision in the 90s. So don't worry about it. Uh alternately, you might have been talking about Swedish songwriter Thomas Gesson, but he's a songwriter, so he has in fact been to Eurovision many times with his songs, notably Euphoria. Hell yeah. Um, he's just a guy with long blonde hair, so I was like that's not him. If this was going to be Jon Olason's Yeah, last I mean, that's just really like <laughs> 
Uh, it, it would be so good. Well, yeah, I mean, it was his last year in charge, which means that for next year, technically, Norway could send Jon Olesand as their Oh act, my god, please. Because he's no longer in charge. Um, this is a good idea. Uh, we speak it into existence. But we've mentioned many Swedish people, uh, namely Nasty Boy and Thomas Gesson. Um, so why not go to Sweden? Let's go to Sweden! Um, these will be some recognizable faces because they were on the Eurovision stage not very long ago. Um, however, when they were on the Eurovision stage, they were backup singers for another act. Right. Quite recently, actually, the most recent Eurovision attempt from Sweden. Oh my god, it's, that's six years ago. That's I don't true. remember anything. Is it, um... Is it? Yeah. Is it too late for love? Is it? Oh my god, is it like the choir singers? Yes. Fuck yes! Uh, oh my god! Representing... Sweden! Exactly. Yes, coming in hot! Uh, representing Sweden as the mamas. Yes. I, be I, believe, I believe we're one mama short from the backup singers for uh, John Lundvik. Uh, this is just a three-woman group now. Uh, but they are bringing, or they were bringing, uh, the song Move for Sweden. Oh my god, this sounds so promising. Well, if this is... An if this is going to be another alcohol you, I'm going <laughs> to jump could, out of a window. How would this be another alcohol I you? don't know. I just want this to be fun. But, like, they had so much fun on stage for Is It that, like, I have high hopes. <laughs> um, well, is it too late for love? Is it too late for Eurovision? Is it too late to love the mamas and their song Move? Let's find out now. This is Sweden. <laughs> fun for me and I, I could not it. I could I not keep it, it. Uh, I had to share the fun yes this song is fun it is not too repetitive it has like different segments in yes. it that like keep changing it up it's not boring mm -hmm. it has a whoa 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 Yes, exactly. it, it sounds almost exactly like how you just did it. It's good. It's uplifting. Yeah, and it's, it's like I love the the because you do it for me too. Like the the boing flip of that. I like it. The the boing flip. The boing. It's from Scrubs. It's like every time someone got insulted for one episode, people would go boing flip. As in, as in, like it bounces off of me and goes sure. to you. But like it's a bouncy. Yeah, thing okay. that I like. Well, it's, it's it's the nice, it's a nice uplifting, like you know, we're in this together kind of thing. And it's, I mean, they're clearly singing it, you know, to an audience. Um, but you can imagine it being like a like a, a sisterly song of like saying that to one another. Yeah, uh, because like I don't know them; they're not my mother. But you know, they are the mamas. <laughs> uh, it has that it has that motherly vibe of just being like, "Hey, I'm here for you. Let me pick you up." Yeah, and I mean, and like, I'm here for you, which is very familiar um, and familial because they are the mamas. They are the mamas. It, it it works very well as a package. 
um, which is a very Swedish thing of it to just be very tight, uh, well-produced, well-performed. Uh, Good outfits. Well done. Yeah, no, absolutely. Good voices. Just like, yeah, Sweden recognized that the backing singers of last year stole the show. Were, were probably the best part. Of, no, of... He, was, he was good. He, he was good. It was a really good one. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that to slam John Lundvik or the rest of the song. But um, the... I'm just saying that they definitely, yeah, like you said, stole the show, were the highlight of that. Because they were having so much fun on screen and were so, like, magnetic. The, the whole charisma of everyone combined having a lot of fun there made that work extremely well. It is just a shame that that song is most remembered for the John Lundvik reaction at the end of the show when... Duncan Lawrence won instead. Wait, what? <laughs> when was they I not when when like they revealed the winners, it had like their faces next to each other because the way they changed the points counting was different last year. So it just showed his defeated face as he didn't win because they gave the impression that he was still going to win. Ah. Uh... It was like a weird thing. I and like I know, but like I'm I'm not on the message boards and on the night itself I'm usually too drunk by that point to like yeah, remember no, that. So like that didn't stick with me at all. No, it's just that Because I a, didn't have the discussion of it afterwards. Yeah, I'm just saying there's a gif of like John Lundfix defeated reaction face that is Listen, he thought he was gonna win. Oh it's no, I'm not normal saying, to be disappointed. No, no, I'm not saying this Again, no fault of his. Um, the way it was set up as a show last year made it seem like it was either or was going to win, and it wasn't like that because the winner of the televote, in fact, was Kaino with Spirit in the Sky, which the audience at home didn't get. They didn't get the moment of realizing that the fucking winner of the televote last year was Spirit in the Sky. I mean... We gotta... It, it's it's the European version of the Electoral College in America. Sure. Well, yes, Popular but, vote should win. But in the, in, the, in the years before last year, they would just do the jury vote and then the televotes going up to the highest televote percentage. That's not how they did it. They did the televotes in order that they had been yeah. jury voted. Which doesn't make a lot of sense, but like... I don't know if they're going to do that again. It just didn't feel very nice. And I think, you know, John Lundvik was the worst victim of that, is all I'm kind of not not eloquently but trying to say about that, which is a shame because I think that song was just fun. It suffered from the Swedish thing where, like, the jury just thinks it's a lot better than the people do, uh, and that leads to moments like that. when like I'm getting annoyed with this jury... Every year there's just like a whole thing. I'm like, well, you don't... They're not judging the performances that people actually see. Yeah, but that's... that's Yeah, that's how that is. I know that's how it is, they but that have, kind of feels wrong. The fact that they have their votes ready the day before means that the show can have televotes coming in and being counted while the jury votes are being revealed so in theory that should make everything go much faster i don't know if it in fact does do that uh the show is long there's obviously a disconnect there between what like juries vote for and what people vote for and sweden is normally a country that weirdly performs really well with the jury and less so with people because i think they have just something so polished that kind of makes you forget that there's an audience watching and that like in in the benjamin ingrosso 
uh, Dance You Off song, it was so much like a music video that it just, you know, feels kind of sterile and disconnected, which is the the worry that people have you about Sweden. really want, as an audience member, the story is really important. And listen, we're going to talk about the Will Ferrell movie at some point. Yeah, probably, yeah. We probably should. We could have put an episode out, like, when we watched it. We could have and should have done that. But also, we did. We did it. And listen, that movie did a lot of things very, very wrong. And in many ways, was bad. But one thing they got right is the thing that, like, Americans know, sadly, very much, is that the story is the most important thing to the audience watching. So you sure. want to see something kind of unpolished so you can like connect to a story that's happening on stage. You want to say, see yeah, Kino a... like just be having a great time with a kind of weird song. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There is a balance to strike there because when something is amateuristic, it doesn't work no. either. But you need to like... I don't know. It, it, but it's... you can't just put a music video up. Yeah. And then with this, what I like a lot is there's a lot of looking in the camera and there's that mo- mo- moment when they step away from their microphones and they walk towards the audience as the oh, music yeah. changes and the camera goes around them and you see the audience. It is very effective. That was a powerful moment. Um, I, I had, that they've I, I tried, that. They've tried doing this a couple of times, like even in Dance You Off, the camera zooms out and shows the audience. But in that case, it's just like, oh, it's just him standing in front of a little light rig. It ruins both the illusion and it makes you so aware that it was just like kind of happening there. I love Dance You Off more than anyone in the Eurovision fandom, I think. I'm the only person who like actually genuinely thinks it's super good. Okay. <laughs> I think most people are like, eh. But it works fun. here because they're actually like giving an uplifting message to the audience. Dance You Off is just like some dude. This, this, this <laughs> is definitely more like there's an emotional core to this that is meant to, to reach out to an audience and meant to relate to you. So it's funny that when they walk out, they're doing the the small part of the song that's boastful. Everybody wants to look like us. Yeah, that's kind of a weird lyric but in I it, but it kind honestly of... I love, love it. That. Yeah, it's good. Because <laughs> it's just like... That means that it's more than just like, hey, I'm here for you. It's also being like, you love us. You love us. We're hot. We We have like cool booty shorts on yeah. and genuinely impressive cleavage. Yes. Um, Just, wow. <laughs> truly. Truly impressive. Truly like, remarkable. Very uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, there ain't, uh, there is no mountain that I would move. <laughs> I'll move those mountains. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's what I was, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. She has big tits. <laughs> Um, but like this, it, it, it's interesting. This opened Melfest last year. This was the first song in the first heat of Melody Festival, <laughs> and I was, I remember watching it and thinking like, oh, this is kind of good. And then like just kept remembering this song throughout all the weeks, um, and it yeah, it ends up winning. Though it was very close actually in the end. It, 
got a tie with another song, but it was just based off of getting more points or getting more from the audience. Um, so it was actually a very exciting Melody Festival. Um, there will be another exciting Melody Festival in 2021. Sadly, I would have loved to see this. Yes, um, though it's like it, it's sad because like, oh, they're having so much fun and it would be so great to see them again. But they've also been to Eurovision the year before where they had that experience alongside John Lindvik and they were already really like, you know, stars of the show to some extent. Yeah. So it's, I think it was the first one that was kind of confirmed by, by Sweden was the first country to be like, no, we are having another Melfest next year. Yeah. Um, so they're not, you know, they're not going to be hey. sent next year. And I was just like, yeah, I understand that. And I, rem- I remember the reaction being like, this is heartless. Um, but I remember also being like, yeah, but out of all the artists that aren't returning, this is the one that I'm like, okay, this is the most, it's kind of the most okay, because they have been. Yeah, I get that. This was really good, though. Thank you so much for giving me something fun. Now give me something terrible. Whoa, well, well, <laughs> Now let's see if the next song is also Bueno. Oh, look at this. Vincent Bueno. <laughs> you bastard. Who's Vincent Bueno? Give it to me. You probably haven't seen Vincent Bueno on the Eurovision stage um, because he was um, he was at Eurovision in 2017 as a backup singer for Nathan Trent. I'm so bad with names today. I can't think. I've been baking cookies all day. My I just have sugar brain. Uh, Nathan Trent uh, in 2017 sang for Austria and performed the song Running on Air. Oh, fuck! Nathan Trent! Nathan Trent, bro! Nathan Trent, bro! Fucking Nathan Trent! Uh, he was, at the time, apparently backed up by Vincent Bueno. <laughs> okay. Who is now um, here with a song of his own. Oh, Austria. I feel like they've been sending some boring-ass fucking songs. Um, Nobody But You? I mean, Nobody But You, of course, but... Which, again, I have to reiterate, I recognized that it was super good from the first time I heard it, and everyone decided it was, like, eh, mediocre, and then everyone was surprised that Nobody But You won the jury vote. Again, we're talking about the jury vote here, but, like, it still makes sense that they that Nobody But You won the jury vote to me. I still find that actually makes sense, because it's a good song. Yeah, okay. I'm um, pretty sure we did that last year. Uh, this is Vincent Bueno for Austria with his song, Alive. Is Bueno his real name or a stage name? Do I know? You should have predicted that I would ask this question and that's on you. Yeah, it is. Vincent Bueno is his real name? Vincent Mendoza Bueno. I love that for him. It's Vincent Bueno for Austria with Alive. You make me feel alive. You make me feel like I'm alive again. Yeah, actor's name but like jason mendoza from the good place very good bone structure manny jacinto manny jacinto very sexy yeah another fun song it's pretty fun 
It's, it's pretty fun. Kinda, it's kinda looks like a roof. Nike commercial. <laughs> um, it's definitely a song for Eurovision. I yeah. think it's like perfectly a song for Eurovision. It's perfectly fine for Eurovision. I think it's way better than She Got Me. <laughs> dun, 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 sing. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Which, weirdly, I feel like is kind of the same... You know, kind of like man man dance song vibe that man we're going for, for. Song, because yeah. man dance song she got me did pretty well in 2019, and therefore, I feel like this is the logical conclusion to that. But this does that a lot better and is way less annoying to me than she got me still is. It's the worst. I hate um, it. I, I would. I, I yeah. I've been very generous to this song and liked it a lot. Uh, I mean, liked it, liked it well enough. I'm feeling very generous to this song because I had fun listening to it. Yeah. And I did a little dance while we listened to it. So any song that can give me that kind of reaction, I'm I'm gonna give a generous rating to. As I don't give me, ratings. But as for me, I cannot dislike a song that has the lyric, I'm like a little matchbox. I just like it just like a little... A little, tiny just a little tiny matchbox. Yes, that is true. I do like that. What I don't like is that he repeats little in the next sentence. All I need is a little spark. Yeah. While <laughs> you're just saying, yeah. That, that sentence would have flowed just as well if he just sang, all I need is a spark. You could have. Nah, not, not, not in, in that instance. Not in that instance, but like, they you, clearly you needed, like. They clearly needed two syllables in each sentence to make little matchbox, little spark. I get what you're saying. I don't like a re- I don't uh, like a repeat a, word. Yeah, try telling that to Mr. Stephen Sondheim. What? He repeats words all the time. Yeah, but he's a genius. Well, you know, we're all on our path to brilliance. We're gonna get there one day. Yeah, oh, Stephen Sondheim. Everybody says don't. But some people do. Um, you make me feel alive again. Did this song make you feel alive again? <laughs> it sure did revive me from mind slumber. I mean, really, that's what we're looking for. Um, I should have gone with this episode as the first one back, because these are all, listen, these are all returning quote-unquote artists, but also these songs are, so far, all been very uplifting and very much about, like... Moving your feet. Moving your feet. You gotta move your feet. Getting going, um, which is great. I don't remember if people really liked this. Um, I think it was probably considered as decent. Um, which, which is what it is. Which is really what it is. But just like in general, I think like it's quite it's quite good. It, this this wouldn't have done poorly at all. And I think this could have like surprised. Like seeing it now, I'm like, oh, this would have surprised people by like how fun it is on stage. Probably, yeah. This would have killed on stage. Hopefully. Hopefully. Because, I, again, I keep thinking of every other thing that is kind of like it before at Eurovision. And think then those are often things that I have had a very negative reaction to. Like Switzerland's She Got Me. Yeah, but that song was bad. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it is just the fact that this is a better song this to me. This is just me. a better song. I do want to say something that I was I was thinking during this, which is that I'm kind of over the trend of like the ballady lead in to an energetic song. Yeah. It's like you don't have to start slow every time. It kind of feels like a 
shortcut to get people like to pay attention because it's like oh we're gonna start off by boring them and then we're gonna do something exciting and that's gonna make people more into it i don't know but i'm it just it... makes me like kind of annoyed while you know laura tesoro for belgium that was that was just slapped I mean, from that the one, beginning that, that one definitely works well because they just like come out walking to the beat and that is very much like okay this is an energetic opener right away this can be an opener because it doesn't start with a bang this yeah it's I... very slow but i can see it starting in like kind of you know low lighting and then it like on a snap has a snap light and i can see a lot of stuff you can do with this on stage that would make this better than the nike commercial that the music video is which is actually you know you know shot in a warehouse it's very kind of in between a stylized. nike commercial and like Mr. Robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it's just kind of a trope that I'm I getting know, I, over. I feel you like know? it's just one of the ways that, yeah, Eurovision songs are often, in fact, structured. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's a thing. And I don't know what is if there's anything really wrong with it. I just know that it is, in fact, a thing. And it's perfectly valid to be like, I've, I've heard this like structure but it's not any more predictable than just the general verse chorus verse chorus structure is you know it's just yeah. that when it comes to your vision it's it's a, it's a formula that is like is it why that not? like you want someone who is not currently on the dance floor to be able to get on the dance floor before the dance beat starts because that feels kind of weird it like well when it's then you're boring the people who are already on the dance floor yeah but when it when that's the point then you're implying that it is in a succession of songs in a situation where like people will be dancing to all the songs that's not eurovision that's not eurovision um, no so like... for eurovision it's just about the package of like the build-up you have want to have multiple moments where like something happens you want someone who's like in the kitchen to be able to get Back to the living room before it, it, the beat it'll, drops. It allows a little, like, a little time, maybe. I don't know that it's. I don't know that there is such like a methodical idea behind why it works. It's just that as a structure, I think it has worked. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's just one of many structures that are used. Um, but you know, th this is definitely one. So thank for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Um, yeah, let's get our move on. No, we've already gotten our move on with the mamas. And with this song, we've, we've done some dancing. We've had um, some good times. Sure, sure. Finally, then, um, our third song for this episode uh, is coming to us all the way from Malta. Malta! I always love Malta. The little island that could. <laughs> Please, one day. We're still hoping for it, because getting everyone on an island... I mean, Seems Malta like Party Island for I'll Eurovision. Go. Like, I will I'll go. I'll go to Malta. It has often been a joke. If the Eurovision is in, like, a cold, expensive country, let's all just go to Malta with a bunch of fans and watch it there. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's just have, yes. let's have the Eurovision press villains just in Malta, wherever Eurovision is. It's fun. Let's just hang out there for Eurovision. 
Which Malta sure, would love it. Which I'm sure the Maltese uh, tourism board would be crazy about. Yeah, ex- absolutely. But our uh, performer for Malta has been a backup singer in 2019. She was one. But she has, in fact, represented Malta herself. Oh. At the Junior Eurovision Song Contest. <gasps> oh, wow. Where she when? won the contest for Malta. Holy shit. This is our first Junior Eurovision winner. That's not true. The Tolmachevi twins represented Russia. I'm lying. Um, <laughs> but this could, have, this could have maybe been our first Eurovision Junior winner to win the adult contest because the Tolmachevi twins never stood a chance of winning. Uh, this is Destiny Chukunyere. Uh, she won uh, in 2016 or 14. Hold on. Did did you show me 15. Sorry. this song at the time? Yes, Destiny Chukunyere won uh, for Malta in 2015 with Not My Soul. Yes, I kind of remember this. I, I think I remember, like, her look and vibe. Which rules. Which rules. <laughs> this is so good! Yeah, anyway, we... Oh my god, I'm so excited! As... Soon as Destiny won the Maltese, uh, uh, as soon as Destiny won um, the Junior Eurovision Song Contest for uh, with "Not My Soul," uh, I remember people being like, "Well, can't fucking wait until she can represent Malta at the <laughs> adult <laughs> contest because that will finally give them the victory they need." Maybe um, so. You know, everyone was very excited uh, at that. Finally, uh, her song was revealed to be called. All of my love. Okay. This okay. is Destiny for Malta with All of My Love. And just a reminder that this video was released before the height of the COVID 19 pandemic. Okay. okay. What? Don't wanna live without you. Destiny get all of your love. No, but like it was good. It's a fun, upbeat song. Mm-hmm. Doesn't keep my attention very well. I think I understand what you mean. Yes. I don't know why because I don't know how to talk about music. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I don't like, know why I we do a music. Podcast. I kind of yeah drifted off two minutes in for some reason. I was just um, like, okay, I know how this song goes now, and I'm. And then it didn't do anything it to surprise out. me. Yeah, as opposed to the song that we just listened to before, which didn't really, you know, surprise either. But it it announced after about forty seconds, oh, this is this breaks open into a chorus, which made you go like, oh, something changed in this song. So I'm just gonna keep yeah. paying attention because maybe something will change again. But also at that point, there's only like two more minutes left. So the more it repeats, the more it's fine. This. I think just breaks faster and therefore the time is filled with more of the same. So like that just like kind of makes you perceive it differently, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this, this, it just gets to its point faster, thereby 
wearing its point out a little faster. But also still opening ballady and oh, then breaking. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. This song lost me a little bit. Uh, Even though it yeah. is like a perfectly fine song, I like the, the chorus. It's it's upbeat, high, fast paced. Like, I like the, 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 the percussion, the yeah. rhythm of it very much. Because it's got much. like a, a clap, double clap. Like it's, it's like, okay, I'm... I'm white. I don't have I'm this rhythm. I'm white. I can't I do this. <laughs> I don't have this rhythm. It's so easy, but like I don't. I, Yay! I don't get it. Um, but it just makes me like, oh yeah, okay. I I vibe. <laughs> do you in fact vibe? I do in fact vibe to this song. I say verily perchance. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, she's she's a fantastic singer mm-hmm. and is beautiful. I mean, there's several good looks in this. I know, but, but the headpiece, yeah. like, gorgeous, fantastic it's, look. Uh, beautiful, so glamorous. I think the song is, again, I don't know enough about music, not quite in her best register. I don't think Ooh. it's in the register that highlights her voice in the best way. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think, I... I I think a different song could like highlight her more. That said, I think it's a good song. It's it's got a good rhythm. Are we gonna are we gonna pay attention for three minutes? Does something need to happen in the act? Something to needs move to us? happen in the act because when this song was over, I was like, Oh, it's over. I was thinking about something completely different. Yeah. I was thinking about like a fan fiction that I wanna write. Which is what but like it does the it does it changes to like see everyone dancing in the rain and being all wet, um, which I mean that's pretty sexy. God, I wish that were me. I wish that were me. Um, also, gotta say like those scarf things are very bad as as masks. They actually spread yeah, your droplets the, yeah, a lot further. Yeah, at the time, <laughs> they weren't masks. Yeah, it but was like they weren't like oh let's cover our mouths because there's gonna be a pandemic. Uh, about like a month from now when this video has been edited and we're releasing it. That was not the idea. Um, But it is, in hindsight, yet again, weird, kind of weird. Especially because it then like breaks open to like have everyone in a dance party together in the rain enjoying each other like it's the climax to just standing isolated from each other wearing masks for a long time. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, it will be. But that's not the point of the video. That's not what the video is trying (laughs) to say. But to me, I'm just like, when can we get to the rain party? When can we just make out with all of our friends? All of my friends. (laughs) Yeah, Um, we're just like, how many fucking orgies are gonna happen once everyone has i mean how many orgies are happening right now am i right uh hungarian europe representative what oh <laughs> you got caught they can't see my face when i do <laughs> you do that thing with your face oh my god was that it for this <laughs> yes. episode? Those what? were our three um, returning artists who had been to Eurovision before as backing singers. Thank you for giving me fun. Thank you for giving me some some bangers. All three of these are upbeat songs that in a Eurovision would not be placed next to one another. No, I know. Um, so, you know, that's that's the, the downside of putting them in a theme, is like, well, these fit together 
again, based on the fact that they are returning, but also based on the fact that they are all upbeat songs about, you know, like, spreading, spre- spreading love, being moved by, mo- by love, or uh, love making you feel alive. Um, just the positive radiations of love. And Which we all need right now. I mean, yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. JK, we're not actually there with you. We're social distancing. We're social distancing. Is this still funny? Is that so funny to say I'm social distancing? Is that so funny? I don't know. I was just trying to dissuade a parasocial relationship with our audience. Oh, yeah, we don't know you. you we don't, don't know, know you. You don't know us. Um, even though sometimes we share things about our private lives that maybe we shouldn't. Um, Who cares? The only thing I'm sharing right now is that I think these three songs are all good. Um, and I'm glad yes. that you enjoyed going on this trip with me. Uh, we'll see you next time, and you may go on another trip with us. That is both you, Mira, and the audience. Uh, just for a little, like, half an hour you can be our friend, but you're not really our friend. We don't know you. We don't know um, you. You can't, like, tweet at us, like, your jokes or whatever. I don't know you. <laughs> oh, tweeting jokes, jokes are fine. Jokes are fine. You know, engage. It's engage, fine. Engage. Engage is fine. Anyway, see, see you next time. We're, oh no, we're losing, we're, we're losing, losing it. We're losing, losing it. Doctor, Please. we're losing him. Clear! Oh, we just revitalized the podcast. Um... <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night, Europe. Good night.